Welcome to the May 2008 edition of the More Beer Monthly Podcast. And now you've met really most of the staff here at More Flavor, so we're actually changing things up this month and probably moving forward. We're going to try a new discussion format here on the podcast. And this month we're going to have a discussion with More Flavor owner partner Chris Graham. And you guys have met him before, not only on this podcast, but on Brewing Network shows as well. Chris, glad to have you. Thanks for having me. So I think what we're going to do each month from now on is get different More Flavor team members in here to talk about some of the specialties that they do, different brewing techniques, and certainly um, new equipment as it comes in and and different things that you guys create so that we can get a better idea of uh, brewing processes and also what's happening at More Flavor. Exactly. As we keep putting more and more information out there, we want to give our customers access to it. Perfect. So this month we got a great topic lined up for you, and we'll get to that in just a couple minutes, but we're going to be talking about kegging, which is high on every amateur brewer's list, that's for sure, and and once you start kegging, you just really never go back. So we're going to be talking about how to get into it and how simple it is to do so today and uh, give you everything you need to know to figure that out. First, as usual, we still have to cover all the regular stuff, which is what's happening at More Flavor this month, and we do have a few things going on. We want to give you a heads up about some things coming up in June. Um, June 7th is another all-grain class in the More Beer classroom right in the Concord showroom, and you guys do a lot of classes there. There. Absolutely. In fact, we, we've done mostly split days. In the morning, we start with all grain, and then we do an extract class later that day. Okay. So someone who wants to be introduced to homebrewing, you can either come in just for extract, or you can go the whole day and learn both all grain and extract in one day. That's great. And you guys have had wine classes in there as well. Um, you've had a couple tasting classes. Tasting, wine class. We do water analysis class for brewers. We've done all the whole spectrum from yeast, and uh, we're hoping to have a lot more coming up, too. Okay. So there's nothing happening in the classroom in May, but June 7th, uh, you're going to want to just put it on the calendar. There is another all-grain class going on there. So all you need to do is email John P at morebeer.com, and he has all the information that you need, and he'll get you signed up for the next all-grain class. Or you can call the showroom, which is... 925-771-711. Zero seven. There we go. All right. June 14th, uh, Chris Graham, you may not even know this, but most of your staff is going to be at Downtown Joe's in Napa because it's the Brewing Network's third anniversary party. I plan on being there. Okay, good. So I don't know necessarily that more beer's shutting down. Some poor slouch is going to have to work the desk there that I think day. it's John P. Is it John? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Saturday. So, so John's not even going to make it to our anniversary he party. He might make it at the end. Okay, that's fine. June 14th, mark it on your calendar. That's a Saturday. We're going to be in Napa at Downtown Joe's. Uh, Colin Kaminsky's the brewmaster there, and he's done a water class for you guys at uh, More Beer as well. Yeah, Colin worked for us for years. Did he? Yeah, most people don't know that. Oh, that's right. The mad scientist. So we'll be there celebrating. You should be there, too. Uh, you can go to thebrewingnetwork.com for information about that. Uh, and here's one that's a, it's a little off in the future, uh, but we, we wanted to mention it anyway because it's, it's a big one. Uh, July 5th, you're going to be getting 15% off all in-store items in the Concord showroom. So if you're a Bay Area local and you shop uh, physically at the More Beer location there, 15% off on July 5th. So mark all those things down. And then one last event um, outside of More Beer. We did want to mention a new event that the Brewers Association is putting on this year and it's called Savor. You can go to savercraftbeer.com to get more information. But it's May 16th and 17th, so it's coming up real quick and it's in Washington. And there's not a lot of uh, Brewers Association in particular 
uh, beer events that go on out there. Uh, and this one actually pairs food with beer. Um, and that's what the whole event is designed to do. Exactly. And it's uh, something uh, started from Sam from Dogfish. And the whole idea of it is is get people understanding craft beer's role in the uh, high-end food market. Okay. All right, so if you're an East Coaster or if you feel like doing some traveling, again, it's May 16th and 17th in Washington, D.C., and it is a new Brewers Association event. You can go to savercraftbeer.com. And also, uh, if you haven't gotten your National Homebrew Conference tickets to Cincinnati yet, you better hurry. Are they, I think some of it's even sold out exactly. already, Exactly, right? but there's still some stuff you can go to. You just can't do it all anymore. I know you can still, and, and by the time you're listening to this podcast, you're going to need to double check, but I know you can still go to Pro Brewers Night and Club Night, which... Which are two of the greatest parts. Yeah, they're the, they're the most fun. I, I mean, uh, those, those two nights are, are just a heap of fun. The banquet's a lot of fun, too, um, but that's sold out. Although, the Brewing Network will be broadcasting the banquet in the hospitality suite. Perfect. So, if you can't get a banquet ticket, but your beer maybe has gone to the second round, you still want to be there to to hear your award being announced, you can do that still at the event, because we'll be carrying the audio in the hospitality suite. That's awesome. In the yeah. hospitality suite, you got access to great beer all the time. Oh, yeah. In fact, I'm going to make sure that they... Cause, uh, during the banquet, they serve some some great beer. They walk around just with pitchers the whole time. I got to make sure they hook us up in the hospitality. Oh, you're going to be in the hospitality? Yeah. Oh, then we're going to make sure they don't have. <laughs> make sure they got nothing. You have a banquet ticket, then I assume. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I couldn't get one if I wanted. Sold out. Uh, but you can still get to the National Homebrewers Conference, and of course, you go to beertown.org for that. Okay, and then we wanted to talk about uh, new thing happening at More Beer, and we did mention it last podcast, and you may have seen it already, but it's pretty exciting, and it's something that you need to keep on top of your list. And that's the new uh, More Beer Deal of the Day. Yeah, the Deal of the Day has been great so far. What gave you guys the idea to do this Deal of the Day? Just uh, well, Let's not say we stole it from somebody, okay. but, but I'm a Woot junkie, ah. for those of you who don't know what Woot is. Um, and so the idea is just one great deal in brewing a day. Yeah, And so sometimes it's you know, something that's normally $5 marked to $0.25. Cents. Sometimes it's a couple hundred dollars marked over 50% off. Wow. We've done brand new kettles. These aren't dings and dents. These were brand new kettles at $200 off. Yeah. I've seen people talking about it on the forums, we, and uh, they're yeah, pretty impressed, usually. We get people calling us saying, yeah, I stay up till you know midnight or 2 o'clock their time, or <laughs> I set my alarm for this time to go hit refresh. Or, so you got Because it's a limited supply, too. It's right? a limited supply, and yeah. uh, it, it's really something that we, we started doing about uh, two months ago, and so it's still taken off. Okay. But as people, more and more people hear about it, the more people on it, the more we'll, we'll negotiate some deals and get even more fun stuff up there. Great. And you, so does it actually post at midnight Pacific time every day? Oh, you just gave away our secrets. Oh, yes, really? it does. Oh, it does? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what the people are doing waiting up for. Then, exactly. Okay. So it's, when we say deal of the day, we mean it starts at the beginning of the day. You know, if you're on the East Coast, 3 a.m. Yeah. If you've been out drinking one night, go home and check the deal of the day. Coincidentally, I've done some of the better deals on Saturday mornings. Really? So, you know, it's not messing with people's work schedule, that kind of stuff. Okay. All right. So keep an eye on that. And you just go to morebeer.com and, and you get the deal of the day there. Every single day. It's seven days a week? Seven days a week. Okay. That's cool. So, you, and all sorts of things. I've seen hats on there and, and kettles on there and uh, thermometers and yeah. brewing ingredient kits. Uh, yesterday's was a beer kit. 
kid itself, great Father's Day gift. And it's kind of evil, really, because you know sometimes you you don't really need anything, but then you go and you see this great deal. How is that evil? <laughs> yeah. I mean, just you know, because I'm a, I'm I'm very much a consumer, <laughs> so I see that stuff and I go, oh, I I really need a new thermometer. I, how could I pass that up? We're just trying to help the government with this whole you know excess money thing. And- <laughs> you need a place to spend that extra money. I saw on the news today they're sending that out today, I think. They're starting to send those Well, checks. great. Once you get yours, you head on down to morebeer.com. <laughs> and the deal of the day. We'll make sure the econ- economy gets stimulated. <laughs> All right. So, our discussion today is actually about kegging. And a lot of people are a little intimidated about kegging at first because it seems like you need a you need a, all kinds of equipment. Uh, it's going to be a huge investment. Maybe you're not going to have room for it. Um, everybody wants to do it because, let's face it, it's just cool to have kegged beer at your house. But it is uh, a little daunting at first. So we're going to talk a little bit about what you need to get started kegging, just the basics, because it's actually pretty simple. Yeah. So for, I don't know, 12 years, I've answered phone calls about kegging over and over and over again and you know it's interesting you go into different shops you go to different clubs you read different articles online and everyone's got their own theories opinions about what needs to be done what doesn't need to be done and not that we're right but we've done it enough times to know that there are different ways to do it Mm -hmm. so we wrote this whole article about you know carbonating four or five different ways kegging you know, the actual equipment you need two or three different ways because it's not always the same. Depends on what you have access to, what you don't have access to. But the the basics are real simple. A keg itself, CO2 setup, which involves a regulator and a CO2 bottle, and some sort of faucet. That's all you really need to keg. Okay. <clears throat> so some sort of faucet, I mean, it really doesn't even have to be. People think you need a kegerator. No, it could be a handheld, um, you know, tubing with a simple handheld faucet. Okay. But you do really need a refrigerator. People who keg without a refrigerator, it's really difficult to do. Yeah. In fact, I started kegging before I had a refrigerator, and you're right, I, I... I ended up asking people to keep the kegs for me who had refrigerators. Well, the bummer was, was bad idea. we had your beer and knew that <laughs> it was very safe in there. Nobody touched it. <laughs> so you're right. You do need a way to keep it cool. But uh, if, for example, you're just prepping for a barbecue or something, you know, put it on ice and uh, sure, you, buckets you, of ice. You can do one day and you can do outdoor events, but really the convenience of kegging it's so much nicer. If you want three ounces of beer, just to try it as a aging, you don't have to waste a whole bottle. Yeah, um, It's just easiest and best to keep that beer cold. Sure. It's going to st- stay stable longer and uh, easier to pour, easier to carbonate. Okay. And actually, that's, that's a whole other discussion. Maybe we'll end up doing a discussion about uh, different ways that you can keep it cool. Sure. I have a converted dorm fridge. Lots of people have other things. There's a ton of ways uh, that on the cheap, you can, you can have refrigerated Absolutely. beer. So. Okay, now you have created, you know, we're going to talk about the basics of kegging here um, uh, just briefly, but you've actually created a, a detailed description of the entire process over on More Beer. Exactly. So answering these questions over and over again, kegging ourselves, exploring different ways to do things, we finally just sat down and wrote the Homebrewer's Guide to Kegging. Okay. You just go to morebeer.com forward slash kegging.pdf. That's K-E-G-G-I-N-G dot P-D-F. Okay. 
And that has the entire, uh, it's an intensive list. I was looking at you got, what, five, six pages? Oh, that. I think it's more like 13 or 14. <laughs> really? And there's carbonation charts and things like that. So it's not all just words. There's actually a ton of pictures, what things look like, what they're called, what their name is, because that's a huge misconception. Okay. People hear the word tap. Some people think the liquid comes out of it. You know, that's really what I call a faucet. Yeah. Just like your water does out of your house. Tap is where you tap into something. So that's the part that actually goes on the keg. Okay. So there's just a lot of things that need definitions. So really, we decided to cover this and talk about what equipment's needed, what it's called, how to set it up, how to clean it, sanitize it, um, what the CO2 portion of it does, Mm -hmm. how to use it, how to carbonate, how to fill the keg. Uh, In the carbonation area, there's four different ways to carbonate. Sometimes you need to fast. Sometimes you can wait. What happens when it foams? We have a troubleshooting guide to make it work better for you. Okay. Um, It's all all covered in this. Okay. Let's cover a couple things uh, quickly while we can before sending everybody over to the PDF. And one of them I want to ask about is um, sanitation. Uh, When we bottle... We have to sanitize each individual bottle. We have to sanitize everything that touches the beer. 48 um, 12-ounce bottles. Does it become more difficult when we have a keg? Are there tougher-to-reach places, or is it really just the same process? Really, it's one huge bottle. However, it's one huge bottle that has a dip tube and has some threads and things like that. So while it's not the speed of cleaning and sanitizing one bottle, it's a lot faster than cleaning and sanitizing 48 bottles or even 24 bottles. Okay. All right, so but but the principles are the same. Absolutely. And it's made of stainless. Okay. So you can sanitize with your traditional Star Sin, Iota 4, that type of stuff. Or some people sanitize with heat. Ideally a, a wet heat such as steam or just really hot water. Okay. Not my ideal way to do it, but um you can and you can't break it that way. Okay. All right. And also just like when we're bottling, we're transferring flat uncarbonated beer. Correct. Um, and and, and in, in the case of bottling, we're adding priming sugar and allowing it to carbonate that way. Uh, in a keg, is, is that what we're going to do? Or how do we actually get carbonation now? You can. Um, some people believe that you make a better flavor by adding a, either some unfermented wort or some corn sugar or however you want to um, carbonate it. However, really the chemical element CO2 isn't different one way or another. It's, it's CO2. So most of us carbonate with just CO2, a bottled forced CO2. So you can do it both ways. The problem with adding a sugar is that you're going to have another fermentation mm-hmm. and that's going to create more sediment. So now, you know, you're trying to make a nice crystal clean beer with very little sediment in the bottle of someone's glass and your first few glasses out of that keg, if you naturally ferment it, are going to have that sediment again. Okay. Um, also, you can't really control a natural fermentation to how much CO2 is produced. Where a CO2 tank and regulator, you have just that. You have regulation. And you can dial in the exact temperature or pressure. We give you a chart to see how much carbonation you want, and there's reference beer styles to what kind of carbonation levels they get. It tells you exactly what temperature um, and pressure to get the exact carbonation. So if you know your 
kegerator holds roughly 38 degrees, dial it to 12 PSI, it'll tell you exactly what carbonation you're going to get. Great. Okay. And it makes it a lot easier that way. When I switched to kegging, the not only did my carbonation become more consistent, but let's face it, it was quicker, too. I didn't have to wait the two weeks. Two, for two the... whole weeks. <laughs> yeah. That was a long time for me. Now, a week uh, or less, I mean, depending on how you do it. there, And there's different methods that you can find in the PDF. Yeah. But it was a lot faster. And, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of us who are just starting brewing, too, uh, you know, we want to try that stuff quicker. I, you know, the fastest I've ever carbonated beer was two hours. I mean, it had to get it cold first, but once it was cold, we were able to get it serving properly carbonated in t- two hours. Okay. All right. So, it's morebeer.com slash kegging dot PDF. Correct. And you can get uh, a lot of in-depth detail about this. You talk about the faucets uh, and, and that part of actually dispensing from the keg as well? We touch on it. We don't get into building a kegerator, per se. Right. That's that's actually fairly easy. Okay. Adding either a tower or a shank through the door or anything like that. But we do talk about serving the beer, which is most important. Right. Okay. So all the information that you need right there. Absolutely. Okay. And our featured item this month, what we've done is, uh, over at More Beer, is created a uh, kegging setup. Exactly. The Keg 400. Okay. KEG 400. Just put that in the product search. That's your basic homebrew setup. And what does that have? That has your CO2 tank and regulator, your tubing, your quick disconnects that go onto the keg to let the gas go in and the beer come out, tubing for the beer coming out, and a simple hand faucet. Okay. Was that commonly referred to as a cobra tap, right? Cobra tap, picnic faucet, hand faucet. Yeah. Which is really all you need to pour a great beer. It is. And what's nice about that type of faucet is it can just go right in the fridge. You don't have to drill a hole. You don't have to worry about it warming up. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that. A quick tip is if you have a tower or any kind of faucet that sticks out into the air, as the ambient temperature rises, say in the summertime in California, we can get 100 degrees pretty easily. Yeah. If that faucet's at 100, the beer, the CO2 in the liquid wants to come out of the beer as it gets warmer. So the first few pours you do out of those faucets that are out exposed in that 100 degree air are going to be cooling the faucets down. So you're just going to foam like crazy. I see. And then so once you get it sweating and nice and cold, then it'll pour better. Oh, that's great. Tip. So those little handheld faucets are great because they sit in the fridge. They're made of plastic. They don't change temperature very fast. Pour yourself a beer all the time easily without much foam. Okay. All right. And you're going to give a discount uh, on this kegging system this month too? Correct. Okay. So, um, if you type in the promo code KEG08, you'll save $10 off your KEG400 kegging kit. KEG08. Correct. Right. And that's good to June 15th. Okay, great. Good deal until June 15th. Don't forget about the deal of the day, because you can uh, maybe find some other things in there. You never know what's going to pop up. I might even put one of these in there. You never know. <laughs> you could find that. Who knows? A little kegerator might show up on there one day. There will be a brew sculpture at some point. There will be really? chronicles. Oh, yeah. See, that's why you got to check it every... How angry are people going to be they missed that day? The oh, one yeah. day they didn't look at it. And I'm going to have like a hot bag the day before. or like <laughs> Yeah. And they're like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> hot bags. <laughs> and then you put up the sculpture. Yep. That's a good idea. Way to keep them back. All right. That's going to do it. You can get all this information over at morebeer.com. And uh, don't forget to ask John about the all grain class going on next month. You can go to John P at morebeer.com. Just send him an email. And uh, you can also go to morebeer.com slash kegging. 
pdf and get the uh, all the information that Chris has put together for you about kegging. Uh, and that's going to wrap up our podcast this month. Like I said, we're going to do this format uh, every month now. We'll get some different people in here. If you have any ideas of discussions that you'd like us to talk about on the on the podcast, then you can send ideas uh, via email to podcasts at morebeer.com. It's with an S at the end? Yes. Podcasts at morebeer.com. Send your ideas to us because we'll talk about the different things that we're doing over there. Uh, certainly equipment, like I said, that we have coming up and any ideas that you put in here. And we'll get the best people that we have working at More Beer to talk about it. So that's going to do it. Tune in next month for all this and more and check out uh, morebeer.com. We'll see you here next month. The More Beer Monthly Podcast is a production of The Brewing Network. For more information or to hear additional beer audio, visit thebrewingnetwork.com.